From the newsrooms of the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age, this is Please Explain. I'm Samantha Selinger-Morris. It's Monday, February 5th. It was the late 1970s, and members of the New South Wales Police Force were tapping phones illegally in the hopes of cracking down on organised crime. The sorts of people they had in their sights were well-known underworld figures, like Abe Saffron, known as Mr Sin, and drug boss Robert Tromboli. But what they stumbled upon instead shocked them. Conversations between a high court justice and his well-placed friends that would implicate the judge, Lionel Murphy, for years in corruption allegations. Today, Lindsay Murdoch, one of the two journalists who broke this story for The Age, on the secret tapes that unleashed one of the most controversial political sagas of the 1980s. So, Lindsay, I'd love to take you back to 1984. It's about 40 years to the day since you broke the so-called age tapes story. So tell me, what were those tapes all about? Well, over seven years to 1983, New South Wales Police conducted a campaign to tap the the phones of organised crime targets. And over that period, there were a vast amount of material that was illegally recorded. And from that, intelligence was gleaned and and targets were pursued. The police did it illegally because the New South Wales police system was corrupt at the time and they uh, did it with the best of goodwill to try and uh, target organised crime. And in the end, they actually stumbled upon some unexpected conversations with people they probably didn't expect to hear. Is that right? Well, they were astonished to actually record people in powerful positions, including the most high-profile person was Lionel Murphy, who was a former Australian Attorney General, Federal Attorney General, and uh, was at the time was a High Court judge. And... um, Lionel Murphy was like an icon of the Labor Party. He'd done so much as Attorney General and, you know, they were astonished that, um, that he was caught on the, on the tapping on some days trying to speak up for a friend of his, Sydney solicitor Morgan Ryan, who was under investigation for offences including uh, over an immigration racket. The material exposed a network of influence that went to the highest levels of uh, the system of governing in Australia. It included things like um, court fixing, race fixing, bribery, immigration rackets. It exposed an extraordinary level of a network of influence. Okay, now before we get into the details of the allegations against the High Court judge, who's really at the centre of this story, I was wondering if you can tell me how you actually acquired these tapes, because surely that's a story in itself. Yeah, well, it was a every journalist's dream. They, the police were pursuing people like Robert Trimboli, a, a mafia figure, and um, they, they they had all the, all this material. Bob was reporting on this. Bob Bottom at the time was probably well, he was Australia's top investigative journalist, and the, and they um, leaked a lot of this material to him late on a Saturday night in January, nineteen eighty four. I'm at home and I, the fo- the phone rang and. It's Bob, and he said, well, I'm, he was really worried, and he just learned that the New South Wales government was about to announce legislation to make it a criminal offence to be in possession of illegal telephone tapping material, including transcripts. There was a five-year jail term, $50,000 fine or both. He also had heard that 
that the police were set to raid his house. And, and um, the Rand government, Neville Rand government at the time, was coming for him. So I said to Bob, um, well, come down to the age as soon as you can, jump on the first plane you can, and um, we'll look after you. So we put Bob up at the Windsor Hotel, and then when he opened the suitcases, Wilson and I started reading material that we knew were on the biggest story of our lives. It's said to be based on taped telephone conversations between prominent legal and crime figures. It's claimed the calls were bugged illegally by police. In a statement today, Mr Lander said representatives of the age had handed over conversation transcripts as well as... And so, as Lindsay, you were only 25 years old when you broke this story. So what kind of pressure were you under? I don't think we... We never really, really thought that the backlash against us and the attacks on us would be so, so tough. I remember um, one night the phone goes, we'll pick it up, and it's um, Gareth Evans, the then Attorney General. And then he went on a... On a about an hour-long rant against myself and Creighton Burns, the then editor. You know, he called me um, since consequential nobody and said that I was parading around town as Bernstein of the age. and Referring there to, the, of course, one of the journalists who broke Watergate. Uh, yeah, and he said, you know, you're, 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 uh, you're a trumped-up Bernstein and go, and go and tell Creighton Burns that, you know, uh, he, he, he thinks he's Perry White, you know, Perry White of the age. And, you know, what you were doing is uh, you, you are um, denigrating, outrageously denigrating one of the greatest Australians to ever live. There was so many people in the Labor Party who believed that, these, that this material should never have been published and that it was a gross invasion of uh, the privacy of everybody, everybody on the tapes. So that, that, that was a sort of pressure that we came under. And in what I think is a quite extraordinary twist, the police actually destroyed these secret tapes and the phone tapping equipment. I believe they actually tried to dump it in the ocean, or they did. So tell me, why did the police do that? And tell me about the fallout that resulted. You know, how many people, some very high up, doubted that the tapes even existed and that these conversations even took place? Well, the the, the unit that were doing the, the, the tapping, they knew that they had stuff that was red hot and that, that a lot of people would be would be very upset if it was if we ever saw the, the light of day. When we published a t- three-part series, we never named uh, Lionel Murphy in the first story, but it, it came to, to light soon after that it was actually him, a high court judge. It created a fierce backlash against us. The criticism was was coming from everywhere, particularly from the New South Wales government and the federal government, and um, particularly Neville Rand described the, the tapes as uh, phony, attacked attack Bottom's credibility, said that they weren't authentic. Today, the furor boiled into the National Parliament when opposition leader Andrew Peacock called for a special federal inquiry into the allegations against the judge. Prime Minister Hawke didn't mince words in his reply. Mr Peacock was engaged in a most despicable exhibition of descending into the gutter. He is using illegally obtained and totally unauthentic tapes to drag into Parliament the reputation of decent Australians. Mr. Peacock. Right across the board, there was a campaign to try and discredit the age and attack the age for publishing them. Is there an original set of tapes, an original set of transcripts that, 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 that uh, this all material can all be verified against? Um, yes, there are original... How do you know that? Uh, I know, and... Uh, all you say is we must take your word for it. That's it. After the break, more about High Court Justice Lionel Murphy and what he said on the tapes. 
Lindsay, I want to turn now to the High Court justice at the very center of this scandal, Lionel Murphy. Who was he? Lionel Murphy was an icon of the Labor Party. He was a former leader of the opposition following Gough Whitlam's election in 1972. He was appointed Attorney General and Minister for Customs and Excise. And then he was appointed in 1975 to the High Court. But during his career, you know, he'd done a lot to transform Australian society, including introducing the Family Law, Law Act and Freedom of Information legislation, racial, the Racial Discrimination Act, and, and uh, reform of judicial bodies. I've got an emphasis on matters of uh, democracy and ensuring personal freedom. I think the party needs to concentrate far more on these matters than it's done in the past. I think in the future that we ought to concentrate much more on the questions of personal freedom, democratic procedures. And so when it became public that he was caught on these illegal New South Wales telephone taps, people were, were, were taken aback and shocked. And at the heart of the phone tapes was this allegation that Lionel Murphy had actually perverted the course of justice by interfering in the trial of a good friend, a solicitor. So can you tell me about that case? Well, Lionel Murphy is alleged to have uttered one of the most notorious lines in Australian judicial history when he said to a New South Wales um, uh, magistrate, Clary Breeze, quote, and now what about my little mate? That was referring to um, the Sydney solicitor Morgan Ryan, who was uh, a key target of investigations into an, an illegal immigration racket. The allegation was that Murphy was trying to intervene in the case with a magistrate to try and help Morgan Ryan in, in his court case. For the first time in Australian history, a High Court judge today appeared in court on criminal charges. Mr Justice Murphy is facing charges of attempting to pervert the course of justice. Lionel Keith Murphy arrived at Sydney's Castle Ray Street Court this morning. And let's just take a moment here to reflect on how monumental this is. Because this was the first time in Australian history that a high court judge actually appeared in court on criminal charges. So does this record still hold? Oh, well, I don't think that there's been uh, any high court judge that's been um, on criminal charges ever since or before. So it was, it was uh, so huge. And Lionel Murphy strenuously denied any wrongdoing right throughout two trials and um, sent in inquiries and... He was never convicted, and right, right up until his death, he was he was t- denying that he'd done done anything wrong. There are not going to be more political show trials like this. The first trial, I gave evidence, and I was subjected to a political attack breaking through my career in politics. I was determined that this would not occur on this occasion. Thank heavens for the jury system; it's the protector. So Lionel Murphy was ultimately only found guilty, though he was later acquitted, of one of the hundreds of allegations against him. And this is because your story triggered a decades-long inquiry into Murphy and those around him. So what have we learnt from those inquiries? Well, what we learnt from the tapes and subsequent inquiries was that there was a system of government at the, at the time that uh, stank to high heaven and that there were a large number of matters that needed investigation. Lionel Murphy was... His case was just one of them, and um, it went to the way things were being governed in New South Wales at the time. I think there was so much um, division in society through that decade when Lionel Murphy was going through these 
these cases. His supporters, many of them politicians, believe that he, he should never have been put on trial and he should never have been in charge and these, this material should never have been published. And Lindsay, there were so many inquiries, weren't there? I mean, there was the Stuart Royal Commission, there was two parliamentary inquiries, there was two criminal trials and a special commission of inquiry. So can you sort of reflect on that? That seems quite remarkable. Well, it was, but the fact that it was a high court judge and that there were so many matters that were raised by the publication of the, the TAP material, it was no surprising that, um, that there were so many inquiries and it went, went on for so long. So can you tell us, what was Lionel Murphy's fate? I mean, what happened to him? Lionel Murphy went through two trials. He was found guilty and then subsequently acquitted. He went back to, the, to sit on the High Court. His fellow High Court judges were said to be, some of them were unhappy about him going back to sit on the High Court. And around 1986, the government actually launched a, an, another secret inquiry into other matters allegedly involving Lionel Murphy. And while that was still going on, he died of cancer. And that inquiry was, was then shut down. So, Lindsay, just reflecting on what this particular story has told us about the nature of politics and how it operated back then, do you still see shades of that now? You know, in some aspects, I see disturbing similarities of what happened back then to politics today. We see uh, politicians using cosy relationships with journalists to discredit their enemies and, uh, and their rivals and to, you know, prevent the public learning the truth. You know, that's what the Rand government tried to do to Bob Bottom. They tried to silence him. They prepared, you know, special laws to try and jail him. You know, we see in Canberra politicians and authorities think it's okay to raid the homes and offices of journalists doing their jobs. And, um, you know, we see powerful people in public office using their positions to discredit investigative journalists, people like Nick, Nick McKenzie of The Age. So I think there are similarities and, you know, some of that, some of the lessons that, that we could have learned from, from uh, 40 years ago perhaps haven't, still haven't been learned. Lindsay, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you about this. So thank you so much for your time. Oh, no problem. Yeah, pleasure. Today's episode of Please Explain was produced by Julia Carcatzel and Tammy Mills. Our executive producer is Ruby Schwartz. Please Explain is a production of The Age and the Sydney Morning Herald. If you enjoy the show and want more of our journalism, subscribe to our newspapers today. It's the best way to support what we do. Search The Age or smh.com.au forward slash subscribe. I'm Samantha Selinger-Morris. This is Please Explain. Thanks for listening.